Hello guys, um, Ollie here from The Dog Days. We have created a, a WhatsApp group for all of our active listeners and we want to make sure that we're creating really good things for everyone that listens. And so therefore, all we ask, if you can, would you mind just letting us know you are listening, who you are, um, and if you really feel generous, popping either Ian, myself or Pooch uh, your email address as well so we can let you know when podcasts are going out live. Um, but yeah, as I said, this is really a purpose. Um, the purpose of doing this is to make better stuff and know what you want to hear and listen to. Cheers. This is The Dog Days with Ollie Scott, Junior L. Style and Ian McKenzie. Hello, hello, and welcome to Series 2, Episode 6 of The Dog Days Podcast with me... Josh Connolly, not Ollie Scott. What's going on? It went well. Is that your voice? That went that went more and more Swindon. Hello, hello. <laughs> I tried to start off in very Ollie style. Did yeah. I go Wiltshire in the end? It ended up, it started me and it ended in Wiltshire. Yeah, yeah. Back so in, Back in a manner in Swindon. We, we're yeah. here today and I am hosting the podcast because um, the guys basically couldn't get a guest. So they bought the old... Or a host, for that matter. Or a host. Mate, so good they bought fucking the, point. Yeah, Great yeah, point, yeah. Yeah. We so need to air it because I'm feeling, I'm feeling a bit... Yeah, bit Ian, you go first and I'll go second. Mate. Okay. Go on, well, I was scheduled to have a sleepover with this man last night. Um, a sleepover? Yeah. Top and so, tail? So we were going to wake up early, go to a podcast, maybe even do a gym session. I let him off the hook. Mm. I said, that's fine. But I didn't think he'd repay that faith by coming back at 11 o'clock oh, steaming. Fuck, so, and he's bastard. turned up late this morning as well. Uh, get on this then. I asked Ollie to move the podcast maybe an hour later because I was hoping my mum move house yesterday. And I said, I'm going to have to drive back to uh, <laughs> to um, Wimbledon and probably have to leave about 4.30, 5am. No, mate, I've got such a long day of meetings, I can't push it back. <laughs> and the can't arrive late. <laughs> Josh, what you got? Um, well, I'm just very aware that uh, Ollie has turned up drunk with a black eye. So. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get that black eye, mate? Hell, this is so bad. Go on. Right. Firstly, I apologise to everybody that isn't in this room. And I, I, I realise that this bollocks that's going on right now and polluting in your ears is just that. And it's a lie. Ian, I'll address yours firstly. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm really sorry. Okay. That was bad. I do. I, I feel like I should have... I didn't know I was going to get drunk at lunch yesterday. I did. And that fucks me. It pains me to know that you knew that. But in my defence, it was about launching Unknown in in Ireland. They like a drink in Ireland. Hello. (laughs) Tap of the man in tears. Unknown. 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 To walk in Ireland, mate. Um, Josh, you're welcome. You know. Yeah. Welcome to the big seat. I know it's big shoes to fill. So having a little run out in my uh, my shoes. Which is difficult when I've only got seven toes. Yeah. Golden showers. Um, <laughs> ju- junior, what's... Golden showers. I oh, know, yeah, just Junior. Sorry, and Junior. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I don't even know where to start with you, mate. Why? I just not, I'm, not, I'm not even going to bother. Oh, oh brilliant. This is mate. your... Is this, who's done more podcasts out of you and Josh than their podcast so far? <laughs> oh, I think it's three, it's three in peace right now, isn't it? I'll tell you that in mind. Anyway, we're, uh, we're here to speak about other stuff, and I'm not leading this conversation, but Josh, <sighs> why are we here today? So I think there's a few things that uh, we want to talk about. Um, the the subject was going to be spirituality this this month, right? Uh, but I think everybody feels so. Yeah, this month was supposed to be about spirituality, right? Uh, but but we feel like there's a little bit of tension around that, and everybody feels like maybe it's not the right route to go down. We're in writer's block, guys. 
I think I think it's fair enough to say we're also at a point where we sat down in January. So no, we sat down in December after thirty podcasts in a year, which I think is no no small feat. And I think we were a little bit lost. You know, we sat down and we're like, we've learned a lot from different people. We've met such a wide variety of people, whether it's you from suicide to resilience coach all the way through to Sanctus and the founders of a mental health business to a yoga teacher to... It's been really, really broad. Yeah. And we have had a current a running theme, I think, but we fell off that theme a little bit, if mm-hmm. I'm honest. I think, you know, we started this because you wanted to talk about the struggle and, and going through hardships and adversity, i.e. the dog days that Ian coined as a phrase. And I think we ended up almost becoming a little bit focused, a bit too obsessed about growing and maybe trying to get people on to help us grow really quickly, and, and actually, maybe inorganically. Are you talking about this year, currently, with that, when you made that statement? It's about the first year. I think we started to do it towards the end of last year. I think mm. we, rather than quality conversation, we went for quality following, yeah. maybe? I think we just lost our structure a little bit, and I think that's why when we sat down at the uh, Albany, yeah. we tried getting structure back into the podcast, in saying we wanted people to come on and, and things that we actually cared about. Hence, we did that 12-month mm. Thing of what things that we do care about, and then now it's month one. We're like, oh shit, do we care, do we care about it? Yeah, yeah. Is well, it structure you've lost? We it, haven't actually got structure either because if you think about it, when we wrote the twelve topics, that was like, oh yeah, we'll come back to that, but that's the rough outline. And then we never agreed because we were initially going to do diet, nutrition, then relationships in February. Then we realised that this would happen for relationships, but now this has happened with spirituality. Yeah, because when you actually, to be fair, spirituality is quite difficult because when you go on you. To try and we can try and unpack that as a topic now, to be fair, because when you go looking on, like, as we do normally go on Instagram, uh, look on YouTube, look on on um on social just to see who's talking about spirituality or to see which authors are in that field, you know, spirituality is not really a it's not it's 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 used it's named different things, like, for mm. example, you speak a lot about, in my opinion, like spirituality, but not defined as or not named as spirituality yeah there's a lot of misconceptions about what what spirituality is right yeah so a lot like a a while ago i would have thought it was like when you go and see like a shaman or whatever and they do tarot cards or stuff like that that's what i thought spirituality was but spirituality is just working on yourself and Mm. then that's my definition as well Mm. and i think when we started using the word spirituality everyone did think of woo woo fucking hypnosis whatever hippies Uh, yeah my favorite podcast is Aubrey marx's podcast Everyone knows this, and it's yours as well. And that is about spirituality, but that goes from nutrition to psychedelic drugs, to which I'm not into, but there's an underlying theme, and it is self-improvement, and it's reflection. So, yeah, so I agree, like, I agree with that. I, I'm not a massive fan of that podcast. I listen to the ones that you, I listen to the ones you send me. Okay. Because I don't relate that much to that Aubrey, right? So I, I, I don't think, I just don't find him that You're relatable. You're the Swindon Aubrey. I'm the Swindon Aubrey. Yeah. Yeah, that's, why, that's, probably, that's probably why I don't like him then, because I realise that I'm better than him. Um, but that's interesting. You don't, you don't relate it, to that. Because I, so, I send that to people. That you think, think relate, that will they, relate to it. Yeah, and they don't. Well, so look at it. What, so what, what do you relate to him? That's why you keep listening. Yeah. I yeah. relate to him. Yeah. I, listen, I listen to the dog days because of you three. Yeah, I mean... I don't to, really care who you've got on here to most be, of the time. To be fair... This podcast was to kind of um, attack people like Aubrey. Not him, because he's a bit different, but that industry, because he's he's very, like... I, his guests are 
They're not preachy, they're just like very American and sometimes that can be a bit overpowering. For yeah, and I, I get why you like him because he's not preachy. He's yeah. not preachy, is he? Aubrey, no, he might get no. some people on that are. Yeah. Um, but do you feel like it's structure that, that's missing? In this? In, um, in, in the dog well, days? Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, st- structure's not just, say, when Ollie describes what's happening in the episode or whatever. Structure is... Like having met, we met, we had a real kind of frank conversation with um, a guy that owns like a podcasting company. Obviously, you have to bear in mind that he's a salesman at the end of the day because he's got a solution to our problems. Um, But yeah, he basically said that you want to sort of pre-record episodes in bulk. And I think if we were to have done this 12th um, topics in advance, what we could have actually done is like, yeah, already planned our guests and record them in bulk. And then you don't have to like, when it gets to February okay, who are we going to rush to get for spirituality? Because mm. you'd already planned that. Mm. And when you're in the month, I I have some sort of ticking time on my head. It's like, oh shit, it's 1st of February, we've done nothing, done nothing, done nothing. And then that's when you start like shoehorning guests and just trying to get whoever you can without even... Like me. No offence, Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to his face. Get the old, get the old spare tyre on. Yeah. 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 Um, but my yeah. favourite spare tyre, by the way. I, I'd have you on in, you know, every day, but it's yeah. just easy to, you know, don't... Thanks, mate. You don't have to do that. You've been slated in the last few episodes, by the way. And it yeah. hasn't come from me and Ian either. No, no you said yeah. fuck off, he, he knows. No, that was banter. That was you. You slated me. You slated him, I went, yeah, fuck off, Pooch was banter. You outright slated me. What I said, and actually I need to talk about he said, I oh, said, Josh just goes on about the past all the time. I did not, but that is an interesting point. I do feel, and you can you can take me on here, I do feel, that, and actually you you kind of, you crack the code a little bit because you, for me, feel like a happy person. Yeah. But also you're very open about how sometimes that, that, that wavers quite a lot and that kind yeah. of, you know, you go through anxious times and unhappy times as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that you're more honest about that and the people that speak about NLP and positive projectioning and all that sort of stuff just aren't open enough to be open about how they would go up and down in sadness and happiness. But the people that I've spoken to generally that are forward and less past-focused in how they speak about self-improvement or themselves tend to be happier. Yeah, it's certainly in the moment. I have a theory about that. Go on. It, well, I, I think that a lot of people um, use like their techniques, NLP or whatever it is, as a way of in that moment, it keeps them feeling good, but there's always that underlying... They're always You're always running away from something. I think that one of the reasons I am able to talk about struggling more than other people is because I don't drink or use drugs, yeah? Mm. So I, I, on a Friday night when it's all got a bit too much, I can't just escape for that evening and it, have a bit of a blowout and feel all right on a Saturday. Yeah. So... The times when, like yesterday, if you've had a bit of a blowout yesterday, yeah. I would have just had to sat, sit with whatever makes you feel like you needed a bit of a blowout. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Mm. Oh, my God. You, you just don't experience it. I don't... So your blowout is doing a video? Sorry, is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. Like, no, my blowout is, yeah, I have to find new ways yeah, yeah. to deal with Creating how, yeah. how I'm feeling. You... I'm pointing at Pooch for the purpose of the podcast. <laughs> Josh, you got more professional, mate. Uh, <laughs> but you're 30 days in to being yeah. sober. Yeah. There must have been some days in that where you've you you have to find alternative ways. You might have gone and trained or something. Or... Numerous wanks, probably. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, no, but it's true though. Um, you do have to find other ways. Like mine. Yeah, I've been more on the gym. To be fair, really. Yeah, work like this month. 
predominantly I've been waking up at five in the morning. Yeah. And like during Christmas, that was fucking oh during December, it was a yeah. fucking no go. Yeah. Not a chance of getting up at five. But then alcohol, like you said, it's just a fucking it's a demon for me. Yeah. And but I lot, do love it. I do love it. Like, and a lot of fun, people, but. a lot of people are using self-improvement in the same way that I used to use alcohol. Yeah. Myself included, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you're always looking for that answer, yeah. It, that's just a, for me that's just another addiction right mm. that's I talk about trauma responses some people's trauma response is always thinking that there's an answer when actually you're supposed to just feel shit sometimes yeah, yeah. it is true actually I, <clears throat> I don't know if I drink to because that's the thing now is it a habit of mine that I just have so Friday night we've all we've spoken about this at length on this podcast but Friday what? night you're drinking it gets to Friday yeah, yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm fucking drunk now because but <clears throat> It gets. I think you're right. Actually, I've never really seen it as. Now I think about it. Actually, it is. It is an amounting of. Oh my god! So much has happened this week, and my my brain feels really, really full. Yeah. It is a big fucking red button that I can push where I can just forget about everything. Yeah. Last night I felt. I mean, I, I had to text Sasha and say uh, this girl that I'm seeing. I had to um, text her and say, "Yeah, can you come and collect me at nine? <laughs> at nine, I've got a hard stop at nine, and she did successfully get me out, but. Uh, it's quite scary to know because I'm now so aware that I could just go on and the feeling of not having to worry about anything because I've got I I am quite stressed at the moment. Yeah, is a nice. It's a really you indulge in it. It's like eating. I can you know Ian speaks about how he eats to comfort himself and that's how he can deal with not trauma but I guess however stress is manifesting in your life. Mm. I've never seen it as that before. I honestly have never. Well, it's gone. not habit, is it? If you the, the, you had the guy on that does the easy way to stop smoking, the mm-hmm. Alan Carr guy, Don Dyson. In the it. in the stop smoking book, it's it it debunks the the myth of habit because mm. it says if it was habit, just smoke a pen. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. talking about smoking. He says if it's just a habit of putting something in your mouth, just replace it with a pen and you'll quit straight away. Yeah. And of course you don't because it's all in your head. When the reason you need a blowout at the end of the week. Yeah, is because the way you cope during the week is knowing that the blowout comes. Mm. It's the same with if you do twenty eight days not drinking. If it's no, if you do it just based solely on the fact yeah, that after so twenty eight days I can drink again, you're stopping drinking based on drinking. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people play. Wow. Like play sport on the week, like football for some people on a Saturday yeah. or Sunday is a massive like they go through their blowout. week and then that's their you know to get back with the lads. It's a healthier changing. blowout. Yeah, and that's why you see that's why you see a lot of sports people mm. when they finish their careers they have problems with addiction and stuff like that because their career was their first addiction right. and now that's gone they got to replace it and they replace it with gambling or drink or, or whatever so you, what you're saying is to um, I guess to get over that self-destruction mode because it's not healthy it, like to get my way of coping with a busy week is to get very drunk on a Friday are you saying that actually it's learning in the week and in the moments and in the stressful times to find a better way of decompressing or? not if it's not causing you any problems yeah, it's true. Does drinking on the weekend cause you any problems? Not really. Just so, just like the voice I tell, I speak to myself in on a Saturday is the opposite to the voice I speak to myself in on a Wednesday. Yeah, it's just internal dialogue because, in in the grand scheme of things, and and people that are close to me don't think I have a drink drinking problem, but I it's what I say to them. I I tell them, oh fucking hell, you know, oh, they've got to stop drinking so much alcohol. But actually, I drink once a week, sometimes twice. But so, like, yeah, what's a drinking problem then? What is a drinking problem? You just think it's a drinking problem because you don't feel yourself. But what is a drinking problem? Define it in a sentence. I think I think a drinking problem is when you can't when you can't not do something and when you can't not drink or when it's and it, and a problem. Let's define the word problem is something that's causing you harm. I think and something that's not yeah. 
not constructive to your life. Mm. So it's twofold. You're saying it's when you can't um, not drink. So when you drink when you don't want to. Mm. So once you're drunk, you already have that problem. What is it? I can't stop drinking. Yeah. Uh, you had to get someone to pick you up to stop. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah so that. there yeah. might be something there. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then you're saying the second thing is if it causes you harm, yeah, or like a black eye or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm joking there. But if it causes you harm, yeah, yeah. For the purpose of recording, I've got a black eye. Just uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is uh, this is not my finest podcast. I think when it comes <laughs> How'd to you get that. Uh, let's not go into it. <laughs> it wasn't a fight, it was a fun uh, fight. It was a fun fight. Yeah. You see how we're doing now? We're just talking like we're talking about just a general topic. Yeah. Would that would that be more of interest to our like to us and to our listeners to be fair for this podcast? Like good that podcast back. that me and Ian did. <laughs> good segue, before. by the way. Yeah, it's I, good I, segue. But I'm just a good podcast now. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was Thank really you, good. I can tell you, I can yeah, feel yeah, it. I can feel Ian being like, yeah. it's not the fucking all you drinking podcast. <laughs> no, but we've yeah. already done ten of those. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think um, we. I, I think you should pick up on this structure thing about the podcast because I don't think you have a structure problem. What do you think about our podcast, Josh? I don't think you have a structure problem. I think at the moment you have a... Drinking problem. <laughs> a purpose or a, possibly a passion problem. Mm. And the, you're, you're trying to put, pin it on structure when actually yeah. all three of you need <laughs> something to relight your fire with the, the podcast again. What's yeah, been your, so the purpose what? one has killed us because basically, as yeah, I said, true. we spoke to this guy. He, he was saying that every podcast in one sentence needs to have a clear... North Star. North Star, like this North is what star. it's about. But you've um, got one. Well kind of I, I wrote it again so the dog days are struggle we interview interesting people about their dog days and how they overcame them but that's kind of it isn't it but we've also you're, you're kind of not agreeing with that no it is that definitely is but you, I know what you're about to say like, but then we've also gone. we've yeah we've not really done that because mm. um, we've also had people that haven't had dog days no because yeah. we've genuinely been bored of that whole life story remember we said we want less life story but I personally enjoy the life story. Yeah, I know, but we've, that's, that's what we've thing. gone off, haven't we? Remember we've said, oh, let's, cut, let's cut the life story short. Yeah, we like did say that. We did say like, that. We want to hear your, your struggle, but fucking hurry up. Do you know what I mean? So, which is a bad brief, because people should really be given... I think what happened, I know what happened. Mm. We, we invited a couple of people on, and this is being really open, and I think we were trying to force them to give us a hard story, mm. and they didn't have one. Yeah. So we were like, give us a story, give us a story. And then we were like 45 minutes into the story going, this isn't even a story. So we got fearful of stories and therefore went, no more stories. Yeah. It's also because it was structured wrong because we um, we just allowed people to talk for like 45 minutes. And then because we've probably been like two minutes late or something, we're shoehorning like questions, questions in the yeah. end rather than... That was really clear on the first time I come in, wasn't it? Yeah. I, just did, I just did a talk. I, no, I, I spoke one of our best podcasts. I spoke a record of two times, I it, think. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what's been your Flav, favourite podcast? Flav, Flav said to me um, that you don't need to be on the dog days. Ollie can do it on his own. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. But you have a lead. So I, I think the best question to all three of you to answer, we'll start with you here. Yeah. Why are you doing the podcast? Um, not, not, well, not why. Well, forget the listener a minute. Why are you doing it? I enjoy. Um, I enjoy them. I enjoy coming here and recording. And it's more about uh, challenging myself rather than producing content. Really, it's more about just challenging myself. Trying to. I like creating things, so it's 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 been something that we've done uh, from just a little idea and that we spoke about in a meeting, and then suddenly it's turned into a thing that we've done regularly, and we're pretty 
all right at it. So for me, it's more just a self-development tool for myself, personally. Okay, That's good. why I do it. And Ollie? <clears throat> Without sounding altruistic and um, whatever, my buzz that I get, yes, is coming here, and I love the process of recording it, but I actually love when I get a message from you or Tash or somebody that is, a, that is an avid listener, and they go... Oh my god, that thing that person said has really helped. It's changed my perception. Yeah, yeah. Boyman, you know, you guys connected, and some people reach out sometimes to me and say like, "Thank, thank you for that podcast." So, I, for me, it's more what I get from other people listening to it. I'll, right. I'll build on that just quickly. I'll, yeah, I agree also with that. It's mm. but for me, it's not people that I know when they comment. I quite like. I also like getting the comments from people that I've never heard of before that say mm. that really helps. I like that. I'll shout out to Watson. Yeah. 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 What about you? No, that's definitely for me is to reach people that I haven't reached before kind of thing because, yeah, like before, huh? <laughs> Bastard. But when you get comments from people that you don't know or friends that, like you said, that say, oh, that episode really like, changed my perception on things I didn't know about or mm. can you do this for me next week? Da -da -da. And, you know, you grow a special relationship. And for me personally... I wanted to learn new things when I started this podcast, and mm. I feel like I have, like I've opened my mind to mental health, which I, I was. Oh my so, god, he said mental <laughs> I health. I said mental health. Ooh, my god. <laughs> but I opened my mind to mental health and stuff, which I never used to. I've never talked about how vulnerable my, you know, yeah. myself is, but through this podcast, I've been able to. Yeah, and I have been able to with other people, which is quite nice. Right. So the two key themes that come from all of you is <clears throat> is you enjoy it, right? Mm. So like it's like you have fun doing it, and then you feel like it helps people. Yeah? You like it when you, when you help somebody through it. Well, I want it to help people, yeah. You want it sure. to help yeah. people. Yeah. So what podcasts... But then again, this my my favourite podcast that I've done was mine and yours. Yeah. When we sat down together. Cheers, we, no, but... The, <laughs> no, it's the way... true, but I've done two of those and my favourite has been mine and Ollie's and then mm. mine and yours. No, and mine and, mine and yours. Mm. I find it... Well, A, because it's easier to speak when there's just two of you because yeah. you, you can speak more and have a more in-depth conversation. It's sometimes quite hard when there's four people to like give... Yeah, especially if it's four to characters get, to, to, try and, to try and get in, yeah. Mine especially was, when you've got me here. Uh, I talk the much. one I always send is... <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. Using, <laughs> um, using vulnerability as a strength with us three. That was one of my favourite ones. Empress Muse. No, no, that was cool. But I actually, uh, one we were here. We were here, you yeah. Could make for some reason. You weren't here. Yeah. No offense, mate. But that, yeah. that's not actually who's on it. It's more the flow of the conversation. Yeah, that that's, like. that's the yeah, same in mind. It wasn't more. It was just more the flow of how me and Ian structured that certain pod, mm. and we had like certain things we wanted to talk about, and yeah. we both done our research on them things. That was really easy to structure. I find those the easiest things to do. It's like, okay, what happened this week? Three things happened this week. Okay, you let's write, let's all research it, and then have mm. a discussion on it. See, I liked them as a listener. I'm talking as a listener now. I like the one with Ian and, and Pooch. Mm -hmm. That was like really just around things that were... But I, I like a good debate and I like opinionated stuff. Mm. But then I've liked some of the deep ones where you've had some really good conversations with deep people. Yeah. This structure thing that this guy's trying to sell you that you keep talking about, mm. is, I, he, is he... Is he trying to sell you something? No, no, he's not. I've, I've, I hope... well, no, I'm just genuinely asking. Are you going to have him, Josh? Because well, if he wants it, he can have it. <laughs> no, but, but, but the biggest podcast in the world is Joe Rogan, isn't it? Yeah. And he don't do any of that. I well, yeah, he, he did say but the, but he's an anomaly. Yeah, but the, the guys that are... Well, the dog days are in an anomaly. Oh. No, but if he wants to argue it with me. <laughs> nice. The guys that are... I don't think you can ever compare your podcast against people that have got, like, a huge audience already from... 
like being famous. Do you know what I mean? That's true. It's also it's, a decade old as well. You know, and which is like, famous. If EastEnders, yeah. got, if we'll EastEnders have to do a Malaysian podcast in Malaysia. Pepe Demarco. Oh, no, fuck it <laughs> if I've got, I've got a good little analogy here. Oof. If you um, if you pitched EastEnders to the BBC today, yeah. it wouldn't, it, imagine that being like, yeah, there's a bird called .com, right? She smokes eighty fags a day. But like, that's not going on TV, but it just is, and it's got. So following. who are you pitching this to? Um, what, what am I doing am I pitching this? why are you worried about pitching it <laughs> fucking hell man. Uh, you're talking about you, you're comparing like if you if you pitch yeah. these standards who are you pitching this to well we have actually been interested to pitch it because there's a lot of podcasts that without sounding like a, a dick um, that are getting backed by say Spotify getting backed by mm. big companies which I feel like we hold our own against so the reason why that's important is that the finances are covered you know we spent quite a lot of money doing the episodes and everything um, and it just shows a sign of recognition that a company like that is... I think I'm looking for validation with it, I suppose, from somebody that's actually in the industry. So that's, you want to feel like the podcast is growing and going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. right. Of course, so, of course. course, you're driven by that. But I think you've got to be a little bit careful that you don't Sell come out. away from who you are. Yeah. Come away... Like, there's structures and there's guidelines to follow, Yeah. But I think you have your basic... What do you call it? North Star? Yeah. yeah. You've North got Star, your yeah. North Star... North Star. It doesn't mean you have to 100% stick to that. I, if I was you, I would do I would do more stuff like this where you have a chat, yeah. come in with actual topics that are really meaningful that are going on. Aaron Hernandez. Maybe that are Dog Days related. Aaron Hernandez is a good one. That's Dog Days related. That yeah, um, is Dog Days related. Yeah. yeah, it's Dog Days related. And it would give you an opportunity to really talk about it. And then only have guests on when you really come across one... That you, can that, learn you, from. that you really feel like you can learn from. Otherwise, really don't point. waste your time. Yeah, interesting. I think that's a really good. So, point. my counter to that point is there is an element, one of the key tactics to grow a podcast is getting guests on because you do tap it, it's particularly if they're podcasts, yeah. you tap into the audience. So, obviously, I think it'd be great just to chat the three of us and we can probably do that to the, towels, the cows come home. But um, is that a good growth tactic in, in its infancy I I'm think sure. a bad growth tactic is just getting people on that, 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 that yeah, don't yeah. resonate and then you're going to grow to an audience that you won't resonate with yeah. I'm oh. not going to name them but there's a there's a couple of guests that you've had on that could share your podcast away and none of their none of their followers would listen to you mm. that's but, so true you said you mentioned it the other day it's better having five listeners that listen to your podcast every week than having a thousand that don't. Yeah, yeah. That might one. Yeah. I found like the, you know the my brand with the work that I did started growing quicker when I stopped trying to please everybody and I started to hone in on on what I'm really doing. You want to grow, but there's no, like there's no point in trying to to grow in amongst people thing. that are not not interested in you. Mm. And I think you should trust yourselves a lot more to know that you will grow, like. I genuinely, I'm not blowing smoke, but I genuinely think the, the po this podcast is the best one I listen to. Oh, and I would say that if I, if I didn't know you, and actually I didn't really know you when I, yeah. when I started listening to it. So I think, you should, I think you should trust yourselves a little bit more. The podcasts have been brilliant when you've talked topically. And when you've got on a guest that you three clearly care about, they've been really good as well. Mm. This when, is so true. That's been our problem, I think. I think you're right, actually. And and actually, it reminds me of what was that, that album that um, I forget. There was an album that went out by like a band like Red Hot Chili Peppers, or whatever. And they always say that that was the album where they got signed and they rushed it out. And they were trying to really, really good artists and really, really good. You know, comparing us to music here, but like they, they, they only write when they feel like they, they want to write, yeah. and they don't write for anybody else. That's why the Beatles have like seven different styles. That's why you know there's always weird albums for like Pink Floyd or whatever. Mm. 
because they've not written for, oh, this is how we sound, so therefore that's what we need to keep on doing. They've written because they, they care about it. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think I, I, there are some people that are... <laughs> No, so you say you're sold to the devil, and then you do, you do feel like I'm saying opposite, being like, I yeah. So, but yeah, and as you grow your followership, right? When your followers are growing, you'll have your followers, right? The people that listen to your podcast, they'll listen to your podcast anyway, unless you take a real deep dive, like off a cliff edge, they'll stop listening. But you're, you're, the people will listen, Mm. and then when you get a good guest, you'll have the potential to grow to people that are actually going to listen. If you get a guest on that you don't really like that you're not passionate about, they're going to share it with their followers who ain't going to listen to you anyway. Mm-hmm. You may as well not even do a podcast at all. Yeah, so yeah. you may as well do it like this to give your listeners something to stay in touch with. And then you enjoy it as well. Because you enjoy the week. Talk yeah. about you enjoy topics, the topical stuff. And then you get when you get a good listener on, you're going to properly grow from that. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That's really good advice. By the way, speaking of good uh, guests, we just had Richie Bostock confirm that he wants to come on as well. So that's cool. <sighs> All right. What's he a breather next? Right on. He's, he's a breather. <laughs> right on. Do you know what I was thinking? I was watching SAS last night. It's yeah. good, isn't it? Have you seen that? SAS well, and Middlesbrough wins. Yeah. 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 And they obviously. Jason I was thinking. I was sitting there. I was thinking. It'd be interesting to watch. Wim Hof in the cold and that because obviously you know when they He'd swim be in fucked, the cold mate. that's what I mean, it'd, it'd be interesting if he could manage it because obviously they're in the cold water going like they're not breathing yeah. they're struggling but it'd be interesting if someone was actually like actually I'm going to do the Wim Hof it would actually be interesting if they if yeah if a candidate if a, one of the guys was mm. like I've got this technique yeah that's what I mean because none of them they breathe whip it out. they're all like that's the secret <laughs> the biggest but it's secret. a time time element in, in SAS isn't there I always imagine so every morning I, I do a cold shower I try and do at least like 40 are you seconds still doing that every day that's amazing that really is amazing. Uh, yeah, even you do. Today, Sasha, like, they're actually they're good. Hangover when you're hungover, it's oh, easier. Yeah, don't you so think? So good when they're hungover. I, no, f- no. I find them easier. No, they're so good for you. You feel so good when you're hungover. I find it easier when I'm hungover. When you that do like, if you do cold on your head and then hot, cold, hot, cold, it's uh, I, I can't find believe that. what I'm hearing. I, it's the hardest thing in the world. This morning doing that, I was like, fucking, I don't. Know. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, your it's your room. It's your room cold as well. Yeah, yeah. You go through this whole internal battle, so you go. I should be kind to myself. Be ca- this is being kind to yourself. No, I should be kind. <laughs> Literally, and I'm on there going, this is the best thing for me. And every time, no matter what, I always do it. Mm. And it's a bit of an internal, it's a resilience thing, I think. Yeah. It's, it's amazing you it's can good. do that. I, do, I go to the Turkish bath in Swindon, see? So you go, you sit in the sauna until you're really, really sweating and yeah. then you jump in the cold plunger. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. yeah. Hampton David Law's good for They've got a plunge pool. Oh, yeah, you've, you've got yeah, a plunge pool. Mm. So apparently plunge pool, they say that it's easier because you, you, you just go immersed. immersed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's And the ones you're in, you're in. I was Showers are like dripping over you. I have a story about a plunge pool. Go on. In um, Dusseldorf, I was with my dad and we went to a spa and we got there and they said, um, you, you can't wear your clothes and it's a nudist spa. So <laughs> I'm in there with my dad and I... <laughs> None of us are that well endowed, to be fair. Neither of us endowed. And uh, I jumped in a plunge pool and I just felt it basically going inside when I came out of it. And I came out and it was like a really like pretty girl just staring at me as I came out. And it literally was like... That's just Kleiner. Inside. Yeah, inside me. Like a walnut whip. Kleiner. So there's I'm, a really, there's a really, I'm scared of plunge pools now. A, just, just on that, I've got to just... Do this. Morgan, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tag Morgan in this while I go and tell them the story. He went to Germany as well and they had the naked sauna thing and they were like this is brilliant Katie his girlfriend at the time was like you've got to go into this sauna um, and you have to be naked and he was like yeah right, okay fine she didn't follow him in she ended up going into the steam room or whatever and he walks into this sauna completely naked <laughs> and, he, and he's on his own right naked sitting on this sauna and out of nowhere this family of like, children walk in 
all clothed in bathing suits. Right? <laughs> so he's just sitting there naked oh, no. with all these clothed children from Germany. <laughs> oh my God. What do you do? Oh my How God. have we got onto this? <sighs> Jesus. So this is what that's going to happen. But, but <laughs> before we go to that, yeah, thank you. I agree with you. So I was glad to hear that from you. I think I we should agree. do, yeah, try and do a few podcasts just the three of us. We tried, but we, the studio we gave ourselves was dead. I mean, it, we were using a little snowball in... Um, I never felel like that was a podcast. No, because you're not in the lovely soundproof room. No. I think, okay, so... No structure. And we should get topics that we all care about and we can all dive into. I genuinely care about how we get through our own struggles. I I actually really find that interesting. So, like, how was your week this week, mate? Like that. Yeah, yeah. And I would say to you, this week, I probably shouldn't have got drunk on Thursday. Why did that happen? Oh, da-da-da. And we won't just make it about me drinking. But, like... I think it's important that we air and share things that we're yeah. struggling with because yeah. that's why we did this originally. Yeah, I think there was a, a section where it's like roundtable for us three about ourselves and then just um, topics. topics of other like, struggle that we've seen in the week. Or Today we can speak about Aaron Handler's coronavirus. That's a big one. Well, coronavirus, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to Hong Kong. Which, so we won't see you guys. Are you bit. actually? Yeah, when? in April. Oh. Don't know if I should cancel it or not. Yeah, you should. Fun. My friend just cancelled his flight to Singapore. Really? I wouldn't go there if it's still like it is now. What's the best case scenario that you go there and what? Wear one of those things over your mouth. Yeah. You know someone, uh, I read a thing, two guys at university, no, made 10 grand from selling masks. I was. I said when it was. I said someone should. We should Mate, do. You could brown really ironic Mate, ones. Yeah. Being Ten like, grand. We got loads of coronas. On you'd it, put rank like, on, on them. Coronavirus. Imagine going to uni and being like one one pound a pop. Did you see the guy that found the coronavirus has just died of it? Yeah. Well, did he die of coronavirus? Yeah. Though? yeah. Are you oh, sure? He what? Yeah, yeah. Found yeah, yeah. because essentially, it's, they said that he was um, in December. He warned everyone of it, and no one listened to him in December. And they made him sign a disclaimer to say he made it up. Where was he? Where was but, he? Yeah, but so the death, know, China, you think he probably. died of it, or do you think he was just... No, popped? he died of the coronavirus. I'm sure that's what it said on the news today. Uh, wow. Well, so he found it. and then He, we he didn't find it. it. I mean, he, he said he, it was going to come out. He, well... Found just sounds a bit odd. Yeah, but it wasn't he, under the sofa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, now, look at that. But he, 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 dis- he discovered that, that it was, yeah. that that's what it was. And what, and then he's, and now he's died of it. And they, yeah, they like panicked and said, made it, he had to write a disclaimer saying he made it all up and that. How do you name these things, by the way? Yeah, no, it's quite it's funny. It's odd, isn't it? Everyone's panicked. Corona. It is quite, the yeah, that's a bit of a weird thing. But they like, were probably having a beer with a lime in the bottle. <laughs> when how many deaths have, have, have there been on the corona right now? How many deaths? About 400? Yeah, it's not many. Well, apparently oh, that's a lot, but it's not. It's but it's not, not like it's not, think about how many people die of the flu in the world. Yeah, mm. this is what someone. It's nowhere near the flu, and it's yeah. nowhere near. How and many did you deaths did you are? know there was fifty to hundred million people died of the flu straight after World War One? Nope. Really? No. Yeah. So way more people died of the flu in like yeah. the year or two after World War One. Do you know what this? Because that was a world, that was an epidemic. This just shows you, right? Okay. The, Netflix the difference. Of, thank you, mate. The difference of epidemia propaganda. Yeah, you like that one? Mm. Epidemic. <laughs> but it's different now, right? Because when I was in Australia, the the bushfires were happening. No one spoke about it in Australia. Landed back here, people were checking me for blisters. Like it was like, oh my god, it's mental out there. It's like, is it? Well, because out there, no one's yeah. really speaking about it. Whereas, it's... I think we do this in news because it's like when the, the London riots were happening. It was one street in Clapham Junction mm-hmm. at one point, and in America, they were like, oh my god, don't go to Great Britain, it's on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's the fear was... of unknown, though. Yeah, yeah unknown plug. I was in Malaysia at the time that happened, and some Malaysian kid um, got. You see that video? He had his Mac robbed from his back. 
some guy was like talking to him and then like five other guys from behind him was robbing his Mac oh that was horrible yeah I remember that horrible but yeah, that was some yeah. Malaysian kids so in Malaysia the news everyone was like do not go to England <laughs> you will get robbed because you're Malaysian <laughs> it was that was a Malaysian accent oh, right? fuck, yeah. <laughs> you're, allowed, you're allowed to do oh, it I'm allowed so to do I it I can't yeah. do that no you so. can't that, that would be racist that would be racist <laughs> You're always brilliant. But that is true. I think that this is what happens. I think coronavirus, looping it back, little segue there. Nice. It is, is it? I don't know. What I don't want to do is say it's it, not. And then I'm going to go there and get it. And then this will be played out at my funeral. Yeah, it does all get, it always gets overhyped. Everything does. When I went to the Euros, the football Euros, you know when they were all fighting in France? Oh, I yeah, I remember. were fucking naughty. <laughs> no, I went, with, I went with my wife. She was eight months pregnant. Oh, right, okay. And everyone was like, "Don't you can't take your wife over there. Not when she's eight months pregnant. They're right. fighting. All the Russians are getting innocent people. Oh, I remember this. And the videos. The yeah, videos you won't be able to... They, they won't serve you any alcohol anywhere. We got there. And we was in the fan zone for the England-Wales game. And I said to a French guy in the bar who owned the bar, I was like, are you going to serve alcohol when the football's on tomorrow? He like looked at me like he like looked round. He's like superb. Like, but but on the telly they were saying like, you won't get beer anywhere. They serve beer everywhere. Yeah. And when innocent bystanders in things like that are not innocent bystanders, if you want to stand by because you you the energy's making you buzz a little bit and you want to film it on your phone, you're not an innocent bystander. You're mm. somebody who wants to be involved but don't want to get hurt. Yeah. An innocent mm. bystander sees trouble and walks away. Yeah. Right? That's so that's what we did when we was over there. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a little, there's a bit of tension here. Let's go to a different pub. Now, you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. Right? Because you shouldn't have to do that. But you have to do that. And every, sadly, whenever you yeah. go to a football game, you never want to be in those areas where there's tension. Even like Tottenham no. West Ham, that was one of the worst atmospheres I've ever felt. Like when I was outside the Tottenham ground and then suddenly um, I just asked the market store guy if I could take a picture of him he's like nah the hammer's here and then you you can feel it though and they literally just get off the train and they're like storming and I was like oh my word I'm so scared Did right you have now. Shirt on? no I wow. was only we we're doing some filming wow. and then I just felt like is this actually the sport I love I felt so yeah. scared and yeah. endangered that yeah, it's, it's, Pete it's Dunham so was leading out on rugby. I, I'm sorry to go all posh on you but yes, it is sir. so much better bloody hell hey Jeffrey can you pass me the Guinness yeah, and spill it over somebody and be like, oh, I'm terribly sorry about that you're covered in my yeah my but Guinness. rugby banners outrageous yeah like, they're all just pissing cups in yeah, yeah you know I, I won I'll tell you a story about and not to make this laddie, but I, on my first ever rugby tour, I was petrified. I was 18, away with all these lads. It is quite homoerotic. I love to. So, <laughs> but I, we were on this bus, right? And they were like, do you want to go skydiving, mate? And I was like, no, I'm, I actually don't like heights. So I'm not going to... When we get there, you mean? Because we're going to Brighton. Two things that were super gay happened here. One, they were like, you're going skydiving. And I was like, fine. Skydiving. No, no. None of that. <laughs> you put your hands up on the, uh, the rafters on the top of the bus, on the coach... And people either put bottles in your mouth, WKD, again, and or in your bum. And What did happened. you choose? You chose bum. You did choose bum. <laughs> There's no choice. Bum. The second thing that happened, we go to this club, and it was quite, you know, it was leather, it was quite weird. And I suddenly hear over the tannoy, can only Scott come to the stage? And I was like, well, how the fuck, is that God? <laughs> is that like the, 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 the gay God that wants me to come to the stage? Because it was, it was, it was definitely a gay God. And we get, I get up to this stage, suddenly out, out of nowhere, this gag mask is put on my face. <laughs> I'm then told to get on my, and she's not, everyone thinks it's really funny in the crowd, but it's terrifying. You've got this lady in your ear going, get the fuck on the floor. <laughs> and, you're like, and you're like, you do whatever she says. And everyone's going, hit him again. And I literally, she had this metal spanker and she's hit me so hard. And then this, this really big butch man walks on to like finish me off. And I'm, I'm oh. honestly, I was curled up in a ball. <laughs> That's terrible, really. Yeah. Do you know what? I, we, I actually spoke about this last week. I went, I had an interview, and we spoke about um, 
sport in general and how it affects young boys mm. going into a men's team, basically, and how scary it is. That could damage someone. Yeah. Long, it has probably damaged you a little bit. Yeah, of course, down. look at him. He can't get away from women beating like, him up. Initiations, <laughs> initiations, and things like that. I like it's fucking gruesome. It's just yeah, so, at school. Some horrendous things have happened to me playing football. Yeah. Really? Go on, give yeah. us give us one little story. Go on. I was uh, hung over a bridge, basically naked in Marlborough, over a lake, and all my money and everything come out of my pocket, oh. and I was hung by my feet, mm. just over. And I, I thought they were going to drop me in. Obviously, wow. they didn't drop me in, but I remember how terrified I was. Do you think that then manifested in your behaviour to somebody? Well, because you became a football good again. Was that after then? Oh, no, they, those two things. <laughs> this was the other day, mate. Yeah, yeah. those two things. Went. But <laughs> it was the same, by the way, when I, worked, I worked in a factory when I <laughs> yeah. was 19, yeah. and the apprentices that used to come through, I you remember... Used to fuck them over. Yeah, one apprentice got shrink-wrapped to a chair... So he was shrink-wrapped to a chair and then put on the back of a lorry and everyone just threw stuff at him, like oh kicking God. a football at him, it, throwing yeah. at him, spraying what? him with uh, proper table polish. Because I remember in uh, my initiation, our first year, we got absolutely battered and stuff. It wasn't that bad, but then it was my, it was me and my friend Jack, it was our turn to run the initiations the next year. So we were like, fucking get in there, we're going to fuck them over here. We he's made one, them. He's, he's worst. Get on this, we made them. It was like my, uh, it was this middle of December, we made them dress up as, you know, remember Call of Me video? Call of Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we Eric made him dress up as uh, Eric Prid's videos and they had to do like 11 stations of um, like an assault course. <laughs> and one of the stations was to crawl as a dog, eat a dog biscuit at the end of it while people were going, were shouting woof with that. We were going, scream woof, woof. And they were going, woof, woof. On you are the worst. <laughs> you are the bully. No, but so this is the thing, yeah, but that is the culture that you go into, yeah, right? And you're either in it or, or or you're not in it. And if you're not in it, then you don't you, you don't play. You wouldn't mm. get away with not doing it. Yeah. it. It's different now. I don't think it happens as much no, now. No, it doesn't. But even the little things as having to shower naked in a changing room yeah. and getting a fine if you don't. That's a big one in England. I feel like... Get well, you yeah. fine. You get fined if you don't shower naked. Who doesn't shower naked? Oh, I guess that's what some people you, it's don't. It's communal showers, isn't it? So when you're young and you're just like, you've never been naked in front of anyone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So You go into men's football and fucking Ollie Scott's there with his cock out yeah. waggling around. Yeah. yeah, and they're very, it's you know, intimidating. They're, and they're very confident with it, yeah? yeah? So like when you're in the shower and there's like all the blokes in there, like I'm one of the older people now, yeah? yeah. But everyone's in there and you're very, there's no like worry about you all being naked no. and, Swinging it and doing all of that, and when you're 18, it is you're in that change room, minute, and yeah. you're like, I got to get naked in front of these, and, oh, I, and I'm I don't. Still e the same I, now, to be honest, I hate it. Yeah, and 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 you're like, I don't even know if there's something wrong. I don't know what sort of Nick minds in compared to. Do you know what I mean? You've got all these worries. You don't want to do it. No. Ian, Ian's is inside him, so he doesn't have to worry. Yeah. <laughs> I got a vagina. Um, I think we because we started late. We've probably I don't want to take the mic. We've probably got like a couple of minutes left. Okay, fine. Um, but I think it's been helpful to address our podcast dilemma. Yeah, thank you, Josh, for putting this because yeah. my, my feeling and my takeaway from all of this is that we've got a good thing going, and we just need to remind ourselves why we started it and keep on doing things that we care about yeah you want to grow growth is important right otherwise what's the point in doing it right but you are you are growing you won't grow to people that are not interested in you yeah mm. people that are interested interested in you and interested in you even today's conversations I'm like 
buzzing about. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. And by the way, that comes across when you're listening, doesn't it? That comes across when, when you're listening. Yeah. And you think when you consume content, you know when people do videos and stuff on like LinkedIn and Instagram mm. and all that, when they spend like 30 seconds at the beginning introducing themselves, no, you don't care who they are. Mm. Everyone goes, hi, I was just going to do a quick video today. Um, my name's Josh. And, and you, I'll, I'll skip past it. Because yeah. I don't care who you are. Mm. I want to know if this content's relevant and what I want to listen to, right? And so once people like you, they will stay. And if they don't like you, then they won't stay. Yeah. It's just about reaching the more people. And that's about getting meaningful guests that you actually care about. And having yeah. meaningful conversation that we actually care about. Yeah, yeah. That's really good advice. I, and I think doing more of this um, yeah. with with you as well, mate. You know, feel free to come in from... Sorry about, you know, making you drive all the way from Swindon. We'll try and get a studio. No, it's all right. I mean, I'm, I've got to be in London today now anyway, so uh, I'm up here for the day. Fantastic. This isn't really London, though, is it? No. no. Greater London. Southwest. Okay, so I'll we'll do a summary. So thank you very much, Josh. Thank it's been you, amazing. Mate. You're a you're a legend. You are you are Thanks. now. You've actually regained your um your title of the best dog there. Who had it? Hosting you. Yeah. Who, who took that title from me? We sort of said to Andy Ramage that he took it for a little bit, didn't he? Oh, Ian, you like Andy Ramage, don't you? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I just had to... wore a suit just to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to save that podcast by actually doing my research because I knew these two hadn't really researched him. Really researched that book. Anytime I have my Mac out, it means no copy and I never want to see that Mac again. I never want to see that back. <laughs> I never it's want to see that back again. You ask, oh, so I'm not even going to go into that. <laughs> Conversation will be happening like this and he'll go, so what do you think about each other? What the f- where did that come from? Sniper random. The Mac. Yeah, the, the Mac. Mac. You saw it was like a narcoleptic pooch. Going, oh, what do you think about nutrition, by the way? Fleetwood Mac, man. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> this is what I mean. What's he talking about? Right, the Mac. Uh, this right. has been great. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Josh. You're a legend. Thank you. Au revoir. This is The Dog Days with Ollie Scott, Junior L. Style and Ian McKenzie.